Hello and welcome to One on One with Food Management's podcast. I am your host, Tara Fitzpatrick, and today I am talking to a chef from New York University, NYU. Her name is Tatiana Ortiz, and she's known as Chef Tati to the campus. She has just done so much um, during the pandemic, keeping those students engaged. And now that things are starting to come back to life in New York City, which we're all happy to see, um, she's going to let us know what is going on there. Welcome, Chef Tati from NYU. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. How's everything? Everything is good. And it is, it's a warm day here in Ohio. It's the beginning of summer. And what is, what's it like on the campus of NYU today? Or is it hot and steamy? It's crazy. It's around 90 degrees. All the students start going out for classes, but you see them very, you know, dressing very light. They're all <laughs> very light because it's very, very hot in the humidity, you know, yeah. New York City is very, very humidity. So that kills us a little bit more. Oh yeah. I can, I can definitely picture that New York city in the summer and coming out of the pandemic, like are things starting to get back to maybe feeling a little bit more normal for everybody? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I don't think right now, what you can see in the streets and around campus, not even the, not even the weather stop people to going out and yeah. have fun outside in the parks and the bars, you know, yeah. is, you know, um, around the campus is a lot of restaurants, a lot of little bars. So the students hang out, you know, Oh yeah, yeah. New Yorkers. <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah, people who aren't familiar, it's the East Village. There's Washington yeah. Square Park there. And I'm just so happy to hear that it's all coming back because it's it's like, you know, 100%. yeah, even for somebody who only has, has visited there every now and then, like if people feel a connection to this city. It's such an American city and everybody wants to see it come back, I think. So that's that's really great to hear that people are out and about and it's it's feeling good. Excellent. Yeah. So you you start you, I mean before before summer you see the tourists are very limited. You know right now we have the you have we have the tourists more in the campus. We have Soho. There's a shopping place. It's a big. You have Broadway. You know so we see a lot of people. But of course everybody everybody are um, maintain the the safety. You know. So right, it's right. hot, but they still wearing the mask. Know, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's important to kind of, and I certainly feel that way that I'm kind of like easing back in. I'm, I'm certainly not throwing myself back into a whole bunch of, of plans and everything, but it's, it's, I think it's, it's right to be cautious with what you're comfortable with. And um, I wanted to talk about during the pandemic, you found some creative ways to stay connected with the campus community. And one of those things is through social media, and it was Tuesdays with Toddy. And I wrote a little story about that a while ago, but I wondered if you could take us more in depth about how, how did that all come about and what was it? Yeah, so Tuesdays with Tati starts on the month of March. It is a woman history month. So we, uh, together with the marketing uh, team, we are um, making all the plans for the month. And we was we were in this brainstorm, you know, what are we gonna bring to the table? Something new, something unique that uh, the community doesn't done before. So 
Uh, I'm the only uh, woman chef around campus. So they say, oh, let's do something with Tati. And um, so we start, okay, well, we don't record something and we make something fun, you know, something mm -hmm. like really connect the students. You know, students right now, not only students, but I think everybody is being very trending with food and social media, yes. the TikToks and, you know, is very, very trending. So we create this Tuesday with Tati, bringing to the table small recipes that they can make in, in their dorms, taking food from our dining halls. So. Right. I thought that was so cool. It's, it's like an interactive thing and kind of, and people like you were mentioning on the social media, everybody loves kind of the hacks or like the fun things of like, how do you turn this into that or make this genius thing out yeah, of it? Yeah. And something simple. Sometimes the students, you know, they can bring small, small things to their rooms and make a nice dish. Right. So they just need to see like something creative and that's what we want to offer them something creating something new for them definitely and it's like yeah like being stuck indoors because it's I mean it was cold the pandemic was going on still too yes. you know it's that just feeling cooped up having a meal that is fun can be such a bright spot in the day because I, I know that that was the way for me too like just something different just something you know interesting what were some what are a few examples of the stuff that you made oh, okay we start um we start with tacos and we, of course, when we was doing the, the, the idea, we have to include uh, vegan and vegan and vegetarian options because the students are thinking a lot of that. So we have, we have basically same amount of vegetarian and, and vegan person that the regular dietary, you know. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we want, we want to create both a menu that carry both. Mm -hmm. So we start with tacos and then we make the breakfast toast. Then we make like, a, okay, let's do something like Latin because I'm from Colombia. So I say, okay, let's bring a, a Colombian burger, you know? Mm -hmm. So every, every dish was very like different yes. and given different um, like choice, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you make a burger, why you don't make a burger uh, like a vegetarian burger, you know? Right, right. So it's, yeah, plant-based is big. And, and I'm not surprised that it's big in a city like New York and a, a college like NYU. So that, that makes a lot of sense. Sure. Have you been getting into um, like the meat substitutes, like Impossible Burgers and stuff like that, products like that? Yes, 100%. And around the campus, we are, we are carrying those Impossible Burgers, those Beyond Burgers. Mm -hmm. We have a uh, plant-based um, uh, mm, dishes to tofu you know very is we, we're carrying everything because um we have the students require them yeah, and it's still it's not such a specialized thing anymore it's kind of like it's it's expected to have a, a vegetarian and a vegan option on there so that's very cool and let's talk more about the flavors of Colombia. So tell me, um, that's that's where you grew up, and that's yeah. So I I born here in New York, oh, okay. uh, but my mom take me when when I was very little, two months. So I basically lived all my life in Colombia. Okay. And Colombian, you know, Colombian is very uh, Latin food. If you see, we have a lot of carbs in our diet. There's a lot of rice, a lot of beans, you know. Yeah. yeah. So 
my 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 mother she always tried to make me be into the kitchen and watching her you know mm -hmm. like trying to teach me how we can you know like typical moms they want to teach you what they learn from their moms you know so true yep yeah so and also I have a big big family and we always cook for the parties and all this my mom my my grandma she is very very professional <laughs> in the kitchen cooking for a lot of people so <laughs> yeah you know grandmas they always think and everything oh yes they do they're one step ahead of you many times i would say yeah sassy grannies <laughs> yes. yes that's awesome and it's all um what are some um kind of ingredients or um maybe like dishes that you kind of have brought with you that you see yourself cooking again and again that are from colombia well, I like a lot of, like, um, in Colombia, we do a lot of soups, you know, I like, I like to, I like to do soups, I like to do uh, sauces, like chimichurri, mm -hmm. uh, dippings, things like that, you know, Those and flavors are so good with chimichurri, like, because it's just herbs, and it's so bright. Yes. Oh, I love yes. Yeah, so, so I like, I like to do that, and my mom always put me to finish the lunch for my little for my little brother and sister. So I take a lot of experience through my mother, you know? Oh, yeah, that is cool. And that's fun to kind of, to have a responsibility like that for your siblings. Cause I, I have three little brothers, so yes. I'm not sure if they ever have enjoyed. Yeah, so, so basically I start my 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 kitchen skills in a home. Yes. Finish the, yeah, so I, the rule was, when she'd say, okay, Tati, you have to finish the rice and you have to put the cilantro in the soup when the soup start boiling, you know? Mm -hmm. And and I, the rule that I create for them, and it's still, I say, whatever I cook, you guys have to eat it, you know? <laughs> so, right, uh, yeah, you know, to today, when I cook, I say, okay, if their rice is salty or whatever, you guys have to eat it, okay? So we still with the same rules at home and it's fun. It's fun because I think when you cook for your family, it's something that you put your family around the table as it's very important. It's very important and we grow having all meals together. And my mom always say that the family that eats together stay together. You know, so, oh, yes. so I think food is something that connects with people, you know, and for me is I grow thinking of that. And that's how that's why when I cook, I feel that you have to put passion in what you do. Totally, totally. Yeah, that's what I love about food, too, is just the, the way that everybody has it in common. Everybody's got to eat and the way that it can connect people and bring people together. So cool. So were you um did you decide to come back to new york at some point how old were you when you moved back to new york city or did you go straight there yeah so i was um when i decided to move on here i was 19 okay and i moved uh by myself i start i started living with my aunt my sister's mom mm -hmm. so i started basically looking for my independent you know and yeah. i started looking for jobs and all this like um it was it was uh it was easy for me and not easy because my english at that point it wasn't like uh so good so it yeah. caused a little difficult but you know everything with passion and dedication i think you can make it 
That's so cool because, um, and we were talking a little bit about this before we started the podcast. I attended NYU just for a summer semester when I was around that same age, like 20, 21 years old. And I was just a person from Ohio and it felt completely like a foreign country to me. It was very intimidating, all the stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm from Cleveland. Like I'm not exactly a country girl, you know, it's, but it was still just like, wow, like there's nothing else like New York city. When you see it, it's just like, oh my, what in the world? So I, I can appreciate like we were the same age. And then here you were not speaking English. You found your way. Like what was your first um, step for a professional career once you got there? So I started working in different uh, uh, catering halls as a server, mm-hmm. and and I start I start then doing the the catering events on the nighttime, okay. but you know you come here and you want to move and grow. So mm-hmm. all my mornings I spend in sleeping, you know. <laughs> so I talk so I talk to the chef in charge of that catering and I say, chef, can you give me an opportunity to work in the mornings, at least peeling potatoes or <laughs> peeling carrots for you? Mm-hmm. And then he gave me the opportunity and in the morning time I work as a prep in the kitchen and in the nighttime I run the party. So I start keeping more busy. And he see like his skills, you know, he see like I was good in the kitchen and he started giving me more responsibilities, more hours. And then I stopped running the events at nighttime mm-hmm. and I just fully, com- I mean, start fully complete time and, and, the, and the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So is that, I think all the opportunities is depend how people take, take them, you know. Yes, I've noticed that like in the way that you told that story is that you asked for it. It's like, and exactly. I think that's a great um, sort of piece of advice for people who are starting out, especially in the kitchen and the back of the house. It's like, hey, can I have more responsibility? Can yeah, I have- of course. That's, I think that's a really good um, career move to kind of show somebody like I'm interested. Yeah, in here in New York, in New York, you can see um, in, the, in the restaurants and the food business, the people who more grow is the people that wants to be more involved yes for sure they ask for more hours for more responsibilities and this and that's how you make you know you grow a lot yeah you you made it happen and then um, how did you get your current job so uh one of one like i've been here in 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 one year nine years Uh now and I remember my day, my first day I came to to NYU was working as a waiter for one of the parties, mm-hmm. and and in the middle time of the party, uh, the chef come to me and say, "Where you work? Where you never been here?" So I say, "Well, I work in the mornings in a in, in a kitchen." He said, "Really? Well, you don't come and help me?" I say, "Well, if you give me the opportunity, I can come and show you what I know to do, and if you like it, well, maybe I can start." doing some hours here and yeah that's 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 how it happened he gave me the opportunity to come and show him and he started giving me hours and more hours than two days then one week then a month and they they i get higher and that's how it start it start has a has a temp uh has a temp employee then has a supervisor and then i grow as a sous chef and now you know i'm, I'm in charge of the catering very cool. I, I am just, I'm so happy to be able to, to hear your story. And thank you. Thank you very much. What are you thinking about for the future? Like, what are, what are some kind of plans or ideas that you, that you have? 
Well, uh, definitely, uh, definitely, uh, whatever comes, you know, right now, you we cannot make plans 100% because no. we don't, <laughs> everything changed. Yes. But our plan is try to reopen catering. Mm -hmm. uh, we are working right now with the university on following state and local healthy guildness to ensure that we bring back and the safety way possible to right. the community. Right. So we are working on, I'm sorry. Oh no. Um, I was just thinking that just got, gave me an idea of like, in terms of catering, do you think that we're going to see people going because you have to do things differently. I think even though things are easing up, like with the classic buffet where like every it's kind of high touch and everybody like, do you think that, that there's still, there's going to be like modifications to that to make it safer. Right. Yeah, I mean, we are we are doing it right now like a step by step, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah. And how how things come that we figured out was the best way for the students mm -hmm. so they can take or have the you know the parties or the meetings or everything like that, you know. Because right, we're gonna have to see and and be cautious and be safe to see how it all all pans out. But I'm so glad to hear that um, that you're feeling optimistic over there in New York City, though. That's awesome. Hundred <laughs> percent. For sure. All right. Well, I think we're just about at time. I could talk to you all day, though. But we are definitely going to follow up with you throughout the summer and then the start of the new school year to see what's happening. But thank you, Chef Toddy, for being here today. Well, thank you very much, Tara, for having me. It was great to talk to you. Hope over there is getting a little, you know, cold, not too warm. Exactly. I've got the I've got the air conditioning on now, and I'm okay. just in summer. You know, it's only three months. We have to enjoy. Yes, we, we're going to get out there. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again and have a great rest of your Thank day. You, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Food Management's podcast, One-on-One -on -one With. I'm Tara Fitzpatrick. Please be sure to check back with us for more podcasts. <laughs>